listening to the Pure Talk Show. Hi there, my name is Susie Warren-Smith and for the next 30 minutes, it's better, we're going to be talking all things food and drink. I'm joined by my fellow presenter, AJ Sharp, who is a taste expert. Hello. Hello. Uh, judge for the Great Taste Awards, loads of other awards, food writer and MD of Sharp Relations, the leading food and drink PR company, but also, we haven't been on for ages, Jane Payton, who is a qualified beer sommelier and also the UK's first pommelier and a food writer. That's me. That's you. Hello, you lovely on to for, be back. You haven't been on for ages. Now, the reason why you're on, Jane, because we've got no food, it's just drink, which is right up your street. There's nothing like having a spirit for breakfast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And our experts today are nobody. <laughs> just, that's three. So, just um, tumbleweed going through the studio. Yes, we're doing a sake. Is it sake? Sake? I think you can say either. I say sake, but I also say potato. Yes, well, I say sake because <laughs> I'm, I'm posher than you. <laughs> so I've got a double-barreled surname. But we um, we have got loads of things to taste. And, and also, we've obviously done quite a bit of research on sake. We were going to be joined uh, by our lovely friends at Canpai from Peckham, uh, who are British makers of sake. But they can't be with us because um, they're just about to be expecting. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's no right. Joke. So it's Tom and Lucy Wilson, and uh, Lucy is literally about to give birth, so they couldn't quite make it, and we weren't going to deal with that, were we? No, I think <laughs> much safer to stay at home at this point in time. Yes, so so, and we hope they're doing fine um, um, in Peckham. Now, Saki, apparently, Jane, it is quite a complicated thing to make, and I know you've been out to Japan. Yes, I visited a sake brewery outside Yokohama. It is really complicated to make it, and... Because it tastes a little bit like wine, people might think, oh, I wonder if they make it like wine. I wonder if they press something or how is it made? But it's quite complicated because it's a drink in its own right. It's not beer. It's not wine, but it's made from fermented rice. So it's a cereal-based alcoholic drink and it has water, it has yeast, it has the fermented rice. But there's another special thing. It's a magical mould called like koji. A, it's a yeast, almost like a yeast that you would use. It is. If so, you were doing beer or something like that. Yes. Now, you use a, a, a beer yeast. You, you'll use the Saccharomyces cerevisiae type of brewing yeast. But you need this special koji, and that's the thing that that converts the, sh- the starches in the rice into sugars that can be then fermented with the yeast. So there's an extra stage. It's slow. It's... If you're in a sake brewery, you're looking at all the equipment and you think, oh, yeah, I'm in some sort of brewery. You recognise the equipment, but it's the process, process different. that's different. So it's much more aligned to brewing beer than it is, say, to distilling, uh, uh, you know, yes. or gin. Yes. So, so you'd go in and you would recognise it almost as a brewery. Yes, you would. And all, all the equipment and the, the language that they speak as well. or The, the, the process language is very similar yeah. to, to brewing beer. Okay. So the rice apparently um, is, is, is obviously very different from our everyday cooking rice. You couldn't take your old bit of risotto rice and, <laughs> and do it with that. That's not going to work. No, um, but the, the thing is that it needs to be polished. And so you possibly could 
take your risotto rice, but it needs to be polished first and have some of the proteins removed off the the um, the grains of rice. Yeah, so, so apparently the, the white starch is right at its heart and you've got to get rid of the rest around it. Is, is, that, is that right? Yes. So um, so the outside of the rice, you know, when, it, when it's cooked, the outside, if it was left on, would slow down fermentation, which is not what you want. You, you, you obviously want to speed it up. Yes. Um, and therefore, most sake producers will mill that rice down first. So that, that would be the start um, of the process. Yes. Um, Can I just ask about the rice itself? Because there's something extraordinary, like 20,000 different strains of rice. I imagine it, it is really important which type of rice you would use. You would use a, a rice that's specifically for, for making sake, yeah. but I don't know which one it is. No, that's really I've interesting. I've got it, it here, but, but it's written in Japanese and I can't pronounce it, so I'm not okay. going to say it. Okay. Um, then, of course, exactly like beer, it's the water's important, isn't it? Yes. So, so what? So, can you just use any water if you were making beer? No, um, with beer you need a specific type of mineral content in the water that will affect the. And so, the beer. I'm guessing the same with sake then that that, that, that will give it its flavour profile and all and, sorts of other things. And you'll need purity of of the water as well. The thing that dominates the flavours of sake is the yeast and the koji. That's where where your flavours are going to come from. Okay, so and and then um, apparently the the rice is steamed. Yes. Is that right? So, so again, I suppose in a way you do that with beer, don't you, though? Yeah, what you do with a heating beer, you, process anyway. Yes, yeah. so you, you, mash you, the, you mash the grains, so you're actually adding water to it, whereas the rice in sake is steamed rather than having water going right through it. Oh, interesting. So you're not mashing the, the rice, you're steaming it, and that is releasing the starches, it's converting the starches to sugars. Mm. And, and, um, and apparently uh, you could choose to add a small percentage of alcohol to beef it up if you wanted. So in a way, if that was wine, it, it would be a fortified wine. So if you do want to give it a bit of a, a very beefy sake, you, you might add some alcohol. But generally, that will just come from the from the koji. And it'll come from the yeast. And the yeast, yeah. So yeah, the yeah. yeast is going to convert the sugars to alcohol. The koji has converted the sugars, the starches to sugars. And then it's the yeast that's going to come along and, and ferment and, and give it the um, the alcohol. I wonder how that works with the steaming and the yeast then. They must have to steam it and then... Put the yeast in a little bit later. Yes, they'll put the... Sort of denature it, wouldn't excuse it? Excuse me. The steamed rice will be cooled down and then put into a fermenting tank and then the yeast is added and it starts to ferment the, ah, the sugars into alcohol. So, Very nice. Yeah. So we've got four uh, uh, sakis to taste in front of us. Mm-hmm. Clearly we know we don't know what we're talking about at all, do we? <laughs> Let's face it, that's, that's coming across quite strongly. We've done that before, um, Susie, and we've managed to uh, convince people that we do know what we're talking well, about. I, I, but I think it's I think that's um, completely how most people in the UK are. It, it's it's quite still an unknown drink at all, isn't mm. it? And and it's quite mysterious in many ways because it's just not as familiar to us at all. No. And I do think it's gaining a little bit more um, popularity. Um, and of course, it is the, the national drink of Japan, or you know, uh, has been. Uh, and and like anything that that's beautifully made, it, you know, some of it is incredible that the craftsmanship in, in in terms of producing it. I remember having sake the first time, oh, long time ago, and I just it just tasted bananas to me, and it was quite warm. I remember mm. it being served warm. Now, apparently. If you have, you know, if you're having sushi or something like that, it's best to have it cold. Mm. But if you were having some hot style tapasy type stuff, then um, sake can get warmed up, can't it? Uh, yes. um, so, so you know, there are different ways of, of, of having it. Should we try one? 
Which one do you want to start with? So I'm going to so so I ordered these online. Okay. Uh, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I can't so. pronounce the side of most and of these. And I'm really bottles. struggling um, uh, pronouncing it. So I'm going to pronounce it very badly. If somebody Japanese is listening, I apologize profusely for my inability uh, to do it. But this one I think is called Shiraka Bakira Mio Sparkling Sake. You can actually get this on Amazon and Ocado. And it's got a it's a beautiful blue bottle. You Ooh, can hear it. James is opening it now, um, and uh, it's it's from Kobe uh, City in in Japan, and it's the sort of thing that you would serve this cold because it's almost like a sparkling wine, and you would use it as an aperitif, or if you had a sweet dessert, that might go rather nicely. So, have a little uh, have a little taste of that, Jane. You're the you're the drinky expert. What's uh, what are you getting on the nose for a start? Floral, a little yes, bit floral on the very nose. Muscatty, grape, very fruit, very fruity on the nose, isn't it? Very fruity. If that had more carbonation in it and you didn't know, you might think that was Prosecco. If the Ooh. bubbles were bigger, because it's got that sweet fruitiness to it, doesn't it? It has, but there's that slight fermentation note, almost slightly like kombucha, but different. You know when you you know when you spill some alcohol down yourself because because you, <laughs> it's, it's it's quite late. I know where you're going with this. And you've had a few, a few, and then you wake up in the morning and you pick your blouse up to put it in the wash or whatever. <laughs> Don't say uh, this smells. You know like that's that. my smells. perfume. That, that that's how I smell all the time. It that's my perfume. Like that. You know, uh, that sort of alcohol, slightly sweet uh, smell. It's it's a it's a nice smell. I'm not saying it's a horrible smell, by the way. It's sort of pear and grape on the nose as well. Yeah, it's quite muscat. And very light carbonation as well. So a good palate cleanser that would be. Mm. Very nice. And, and it's only 5% mm. ABV, so it's not strong. It's sweet. It's got a nice sweet, sweet. very slightly fermented finish to it, hasn't it? Mm. I wouldn't say it's horribly sweet, though. No. Quite nice. Very pleasant. Yeah, actually. It reminds me of, there used to be a pop when we were growing up. <laughs> It was a polar bear that advertised it. Cresta. Cresta, it's frothy, Cresta. man. A polar and bear with sunglasses on, I seem to remember. Yeah, and it, it, that's it, basically. That's Cresta, but better, because it's got alcohol in it. Kind of grapey, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm guessing, Jane, that with sakis, it would be like wine. You would have a massive variation, you know, the, 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 the types of taste profiles could be, could be huge. Yes, and hopefully we'll... Notice oh. that today with these sakes that oh. we're drinking. I mean, I've, I like that one. I've had um, sakes that were really dry, mm. sakes that reminded me of sherry, like a fino, some that were umami and savoury and quite big on the, on the body. We might have some of that uh, later on. Mm. The thing that, that, that that's only a 180 ml bottle, mm. uh, which is, you know, quite small. I suppose that's a glass of wine size, isn't it? Yes. £13.50. Okay. That's not a lot. But it is imported and there'll True, be but it's taxes a lot. and duty mm. on there. Just for one glass. What's the Just ABV say, on that? 5%. 5%. Yeah. But if it's That's imported, quite a lot, isn't it? I don't know. because I, I don't know enough about sake to say that, yeah. but I always think of wine and when people talk about the price of any alcoholic drink, I think of wine and people don't question the glass of wine. They go to a pub, they pay eight quid for a glass of wine. Yeah, I wouldn't pay thirteen fifty for a glass of wine, though, to be fair. Anyway, might be worth trying. Available <laughs> on Amazon and Ocado. We're not doing very well selling that one, are we? But it does taste really I actually like that I really one. I really like the taste of Compared it, yeah. to the only sakis I've ever tried before, yeah. I was genuinely surprised at the flavour profile on that one. So, next one, 
pronounced completely wrong. Show Chiku by Junmai. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Sorry about okay. that. Um, I'm going to open the bottle with yeah, the sound so this, effect. So this bottle is a tiny little dumpy, dumpy bottle. Glass again. Um, and you can get this on Amazon. Uh, 15% ABV. So pretty strong. Right at the high end of a very strong glass of wine. Um, uh, and again, you can, as, I, as I said, you can get this on Amazon. Now this is described as an excellent everyday sake. Made only from rice, water and the starter culture, nothing else added. So this should be really, you know, really clear, I would say, uh, and unadulterated. So there's no flavourings, no extra sugar, no extra alcohol. Now, this one is, to me, not fruity on the nose at all. It's it's very fungy. Oh, it's completely different. Very savoury, isn't it? Very mm. savoury. Almost soy sauce. Mm. It's, um, it is dry, though. It's very silky. Mm texture this reminds me of the first sakes that i had mm. probably all of us ever had where we're in a japanese restaurant yeah yeah and it's that it's got that real sherry note to it doesn't it yeah this is more what i was expecting the cream but it's creamy though sort mm. of custody nutmeg almost this is to me this is why people are confused with sake because they think oh it tastes like a wine or a sherry and they don't know where to categorize it no. in the drinks cabinet so to me this personifies what the confusion is with sake because it's something we don't recognise. It's like, oh, yeah. well, it's like wine or sherry, but it's not. So apparently you could serve this slightly cool, which is what we've got at the moment, or just room temperature, or even gently warmed. Now, I could imagine in the winter that would be really quite nice. Not not hot, mm. um, you know, like mold. hot toddy, not mould, but, but mm. just gently warmed. Mm. Not microwaved. I mean, the, ah, I've got some tips about that in a minute. Ooh. Oh, really? Very, yeah, Ooh. top tips on that Ooh, in a minute. I have a top tip. Um, that is what I would think of as a sake. I can't imagine it can be more different than the, the first one we've no. tried. It's almost like butter mushrooms on the nose, mm. isn't it? It's a real salty, savoury mm. flavour. So the next one. So that's in a, that was in a nice bottle, wasn't it? The next one is um, a, apparently called a social sake. Sake, sake, for good times. Social sake for good times. Um, it's light and dry and it's supposed to have quite an umami quality. Now, umami is one of my favourite taste profiles. I love umami. Me too. More than anything else, really. Mm, so, me too. So I'd be very interested um, to see what you think about it. Uh, again, this is what we were saying earlier. Um, if you do get a sake, you can serve it chilled and that's the best way if you're having sushi or salads or tempura or something like that um and uh if you want if you if you want to make it warm because you're having something like tapasi or something a bit warm then you can warm it i'm going to give you a tip in a minute about how you do that mm -hmm. what's the um taste profile like jane again it's very umami a bit salty as well um, uh, i think and oh that's got that is quite salty isn't it it's, Not i'm getting wood way. wood on the nose a real kind of and again, that sherry note to it as well. Mm. It, it does feel like a fortified wine. It does. Can I read the back of the bottle here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, again, this is uh, 180 mil, which seems to be the standard sort of bottle. £6.50, Harvey Nicks, you can get that from. Mm. Wow. 15 to 16% ABV. Mm. Yes. It says this sake's name consists of three Chinese characters, plum, pine and bamboo, three ingredients associated with wealth and happiness. The premium okay. classic is well-balanced, Junmai, 
with an exceptionally smooth texture. I do like that one as well. Mm. I don't. Th- I think this one's a bit softer and a bit more subtle than the mm. previous one. I prefer it to the last one. Yeah, me too. Now, what they suggest here, uh, Takara, and, and Takara is a, is a brewery uh, that has its own type of yeast. It's Philip's own type of yeast. And in Kyoto, Japan. Now, they say if you want to warm it up, then you should pop the bottle in a bain-marie for five minutes or in the microwave Ooh. with a wooden chopstick in the bottle, which transmits the heat. Oh, how smart like is that. that? Yeah. You're looking for a temperature of around 45 to 55 degrees centigrade. And if you do do that, it does tend to release the umami flavours even mm. more. Um, so I bet you didn't know that, did I you? I didn't know that. That's fascinating. Yeah. This is quite nutty, I feel. Mm. Do you? Mm. In a way. It's a sort of cedar smell on the nose isn't it that kind of woody cedar is really important by the way in in sake because it's a ritual sake making is very ritualized and quite often will be cedar trees growing at the the brewery and there's a lot of um ritualistic um reverence given to the tree and to the months going by you know the passage of time because you only brew at a certain time or a certain period of the year. In, yeah. in, I think it's in the spring, I think. When was I there? Yeah. So Is that spring, to do with the fermentation? Because there'd be different kind of spores in the air, wouldn't there? And it would change the nature of the drink. Yes. Wow. So. Interesting here as well, what it's saying is if you do raise the temperature, uh, it will release, particularly with this one, it says roasty coffee, chestnut, walnut, caramelised onion flavours. Gosh, that's interesting. Um, if you're serving it warm, consider having it with yakitori, which would be mm. perfect, actually. Mm. Yes, because that's got the caramelised, the Maillard um, reaction, you know, the caramelised Yeah, it's fantastic. There's this sort of brown butter flavour to it, isn't there, Mm. on the finish? And I think um, uh, I do – I really, really like uh, um, sort of sushi and Japanese food, but I do struggle to know what to drink with it, Mm. Um, whereas this would be amazing, I think, Mm. Mm. and slightly warm. That would be good. Right, final one is a bit odd. um, It is in a glass – jar i would say almost like a jam jar uh with with a lid now this one is completely mispronounced again (laughs) shoshiku by tokusen junmai something like that i think that's pretty good i I don't think it is again made by the uh takara brewery which is the same as uh, the brewery had before um again they're, they're all Fairly expensive. This is £6.90 uh, for 180 mil, and it's 15% again. So 15% seems to be the general uh, um, sort of alcoholic strength. So you're just about to open that. Yes, it's got a ring pole, and I'm pulling this, about the whole This lid is all going to go over you completely. But, you know, yeah. I like the, as I said, my perfume is um, <laughs> actually that's really hard to get off. I'm going to concentrate on that. You need to be. Talk amongst yourselves. We will do. <laughs> and again, what they're saying is if you warm it, it enhances uh, the umami. Uh, so what are you doing well there well done Joe. I'd be very interested to see this is probably the most extreme umami one that I've, I've brought along it's slightly um, so the previous one we had was very very clear this is slightly coloured just a bit isn't it it is yes also <clears throat> it's very hard to pour from these jars because yeah. you spill quite a lot <laughs> so whether we wanted it or not we're going to have the the You're- Alcohol. Aroma of, of sake on a, on our dresses. Wow, that's um, very strong tasting. It's very salty. 
surprisingly salty. Is it? But there's a fruit finish on there. They describe it as savoury. Mm. It's savoury at the beginning, but for me, I'm getting a fruit finish. I don't know whether that's... Well, it says it's a little bit nutty with caramel sauce notes. Are you getting that at all? Mm. Yeah, the, the, it, for me, it's like it a dried... It's slightly toffee-ish, isn't it? A, yeah. I'm picking it up as a dried fruit, but yeah, there is a caramel mm. note to it. They says it has a nose of smoked cheese, but I have to say I'm not getting that, but then I'm not a great taste expert. Can you smell that? No. Again, it's quite a mushroomy nose for me. Woody and mushroomy. Do you not like it? I'm not a big... I find sulky quite challenging. I have to be honest. That first one I liked because it is... It's not really sulky. Not really sulky. Well, it is, but it's not what you would imagine sulky. What you would imagine it Mm. to be. The last three are... I find them very interesting to taste and there's so many different layers and profiles, but I do find it quite a challenging This is drink. quite complex. I'm getting all sorts of stuff mm. after I've, I've drunk it. Jane, what's your thoughts on that? Very grown up, isn't it? That's mm. a drink for people. Oh, that's why me. I can't cope with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all that umami and savoury notes with the food, you're probably going to want something that's full flavoured and maybe the body of it. Okay, yeah. What the sakis don't do, by the way, which a lot of other things do, because there's very little acidity, there are no tannins, mm. so you don't have those as tools for your your food cutting or... Your vocabulary. Or complimenting, oh, I'm yeah. struggling yeah. with the vocabulary, really. Yeah. So instead, what you have, you get complementary flavours, but you might get flavours that are softened by the sake. So it would work together with the food, but it wouldn't work in the way that we think of, oh, well, beer's got carbonation, it's got acidity, Mm. tannins, wine, tannins, acidity. You wouldn't use those when you're matching Mm. with food. You do something else. Mm. So this means a lot of experimentation, really, which I'm very much up for. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, I would recommend anybody who hasn't had sake is is probably learn a bit more than we know. about it but but there are some really interesting places pr- presumably you can go for tastings and stuff like that um and something we really when when for me in the food sector everything is oversubscribed at the moment there's too many gins too many bits too many everything uh th- this is really sort of territory where we haven't really been in the uk yet mm. have we it's different Which, i'm really mm. glad that Kanpai exists i've had some of their sakes and they're modern they're young they're yeah. they're fresh they're not mm. what you think of as sake which is basically this that we're drinking now traditional mm. sake they're taking a drink that we don't understand and introducing it to a new market, introducing it to people who are very keen to be innovators, to discover and to be the explorers of food and drink, which is craft beer, certainly does that. Mead does that with Gosnell's Mead. We've we've had Gosnell's mm. on, on the show before. So, And they're in Peckham as well. So Peckham is now this, mm. this centre, seriously, yeah. of... Yeah. Innovation. And, and innovation and, and exploring things that existed already and that have a tradition to them, but, it, but putting a modern twist on them. So I'm sorry we don't have any of the Kampai uh, sakes to try today, but I would highly recommend them to Yeah, well, we'll, we'll have them on again, hopefully, mm. when they've, um, their lovely family is, is all sorted. Just give you a little bit of background. As, as I said, it was Tom and Lucy Wilson, husband and wife. They set it up in 2016. Um, and they pride themselves on putting a sort of twist, a little bit of a twist on the traditional sake, which I guess is 
is trying to gear it a bit more towards the the UK palette. I would I would suggest mm. not by much, but a little bit. They started off home brewing, but they have um, uh, been to brew school in Japan, so so they they absolutely know what they're doing. Um, they say, which I think is really interesting, they wanted to push the flavours uh, to suit the palates of those that love craft beer high botanical gins and rich red wines. And I can see that that's my taste profile. I can see that I actually quite enjoy those. And and that's because of the, you know, I do like the sort of heavy flavoured. Uh, and do you like sake? Would you yeah. have a whole glass of? Yeah, you see, I like that sec- that last one and, and the, the, the one we had just before that. But I'm struggling to know, I need to know more about how to serve it, what to, to, to I should eat with it. And do you know what? I bet the, t- the taste profile changes quite a lot depending on what you're yeah, eating. I'm so sure I can imagine having some, some beauty, beautiful sushi or something yeah. and actually, and, and then getting the right sarking and going, wow, that's completely changed what yeah. I think because, because of the, you know, the matching. The yeah, food. absolutely. But I'd love to have more guidance on it, frankly. Mm. I wonder if Kampai do any sake school learning that I'm we could pretty go Pretty sure to. they do. Mm. Um, uh, 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 and it is something I'd probably like to, to know more about. You should be a sake sommelier. Go on then, I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> well, just there's nobody else doing it, Jane, isn't no, that's true. That's uh, true. Uh, there's loads of amazing, uh, particularly in London, um, Japanese sort of uh, places where you can go and buy Japanese Japanese products that have been sort of imported in. But I say that the price point is a bit difficult because so much of it is not made here at all. Uh, so... Final uh, word on it? Well, Jane? just to say that I, I go to trade shows and one of them is Imbibe Live and that's all about alcoholic drinks. And sake always has a massive stand, always. Mm. So it'll be the Japanese brewers, it'll be the it'll be the trade, uh, Japanese trade body, trade body yeah, yeah. That, that does it. But there's always loads of people there. So it is a thing that we're not aware of, but it's, it's there. Mm, exactly, it's in yeah. certain restaurants. It's, yeah. they wouldn't, put the money into doing those trade shows if they didn't think there was think. potential for it or if they if it wasn't already mm. established here. So it's just that we're not in that. Yeah, Absolutely. I don't think I'd want to go to some some sake tastings. I think I'd want to go somewhere to learn what to serve with it. Yeah, mm. do yeah. the actual food matching bit. Yeah, yeah, but just to amazing. add to your point there, that Kempai, they're originally backed by a crowdfunding campaign and that only is successful when there are a large proportion of people who they're are prepared interested. to invest in it. Yeah, yeah. Jolly good. A final word from you? Surprised and uh, in a nice way, actually. I think having learned a little bit more about it today, I feel like well, not I'd be a, lot, a bit no, no, more lot. confident. <laughs> well, I know how it's made now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the variety, the, the um, flavour range that was available across just those four that we'd selected was huge. It's and massive. I think just like beer, just like wine, you're not going to like everything, but you're not going to not like everything either. So we'd recommend seeing if you could get hold of some sake. You never know. It'll be quite interesting. Um, again, I'd like to, to know a lot more. We will get somebody on the show that knows what they're talking about to, to, to talk us through it. Um, but fascinating, really worth um, having a look at, I think. Um, so there you go. You've been listening, guess what, to the Food Talk Show, syndicated to radio stations across the UK and further afield, as well as being available on Audible. Spotify, Podbean, iTunes and the podcast app on your phone. We're also on the fabulous Eat Farm Now broadcasting platform, which we love. And don't forget, now, AJ, we're on podcast radio. Are we? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, very, very good. 
Jane, thank you. Next week it's water, oh, which well, I, I know you know a lot about. I do. So thankfully, we're back in your comfort zone, so that's all good. Um, and uh, yeah, nicer probably to drink water in the morning than having sake for breakfast, but there you go. Uh, and thank you to AJ. Thank Thanks, you very AJ. much for having me. And if you want to you know, syndicate our lovely programme for free on your radio station, please do get in touch with us on hello at foodtalk.co.uk. And if you want to listen to any of our hundreds of podcasts going back years and years and years and years, go to foodtalk.co.uk. Have a good week. Bye-bye. You can have another little one of something, Jane. Oh, maybe. Let's do it. <laughs>